Here we are in our first interview with James Cruz for Nox Mente. I'm Nish, and my co-host is Jerry. Jerry, why don't you tell the great people <laughs> out there what Nox Mente means? Um, oh, geez. What was it? Uh, night it's dreams? Night mind. Night mind, that's right. Thank you. You put, you put me on the spot like Jerry, that, Jerry. I freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Get used to it, bitch. No, I'm kidding. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, James, I'm going to ask you just a couple questions. Actually, first I'll fill in everyone. We're we're just trying to compile a database of dreams to see if we can ferret out any uh, synchronicities happening currently or possibly in the future, and also just to get a deeper understanding of how other people dream, what's going on under there, what's it about. Uh, and Jerry and I are running basically the questions and not really putting in our own personal content. We want to focus on the people we interview. So with that, we'll get started. Excellent. <laughs> Hello, James. Hi. Thank okay, you for so, uh, having me on as the very first guest. <laughs> yes, thank you for You're doing that. Awesome guinea pig. It. And you know how to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, I can try. I try my best here. <laughs> okay, so what? These are just the, the some basic background info. So, what um, age are you, or generation are you in? Well, I'm 39. I guess I'm Generation uh, X. Okay. You know, that, that, yeah. Yeah, 39. It was clear. Some people don't want to give their age. What's your birth, um, birth sign? Yeah. Oh yeah, I I'm a Pisces. I, uh, I am a February 25th. I'm the 20th. Yeah, me aren't you too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got two Pisces here. This is awesome. Ooh. I'm a Taurus. <laughs> oh okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Really, and no Taurus I, is like great for Pisces. Yeah. Oh, I love my water signs. Yeah. I this is this is where it's at for me. I think, and we need to add that to the notes, Jerry. About so I think we should always ask sign. Uh, um. All right, and then how do you identify? And I, I hate to be PC about that because now with this gender neutral situation going on, so you know, heterosexual male married with children. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, there we go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and then this part of the question is all about getting an idea of the where your unconscious kind of your symbols have grown out of. So, what part of the country did you grow up in? I grew up in Northeast Ohio, right on Lake Erie. Okay. About, yeah, about 40 minutes east of downtown Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, cool. Yeah. And did you spend a lot of time on Lake Erie? Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time there. I, I, um, I grew, like, my relative distance away from the lake was probably, like, a three-minute drive. It wasn't far at all. So, uh, always messing around by water. But I also lived like in the middle of nowhere in a small town. So 
I kind of classify myself as a city billy. <laughs> like I grew up in the middle of nowhere, but I could, but I've also lived in metropolitan cities. So, okay, I mean, cool. You yeah. Got a little bit of it both. I, yeah. So, but yeah, growing up, man, small town, uh, just, just run of the mill, but it was kind of cool because I did live by a giant body of water, you know. Yeah. Well, and that's significant to, to your underlying program or unconscious. Mm -hmm. So, and then what religion were you brought up? Catholic. 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 Are you still Catholic? Yeah. I mean, I don't really, I don't practice (coughs) at all anymore. Uh, Roman Catholic. Yeah, just yes. Yeah, standard. I, I went through <coughs> church and stuff. PSR Sunday school made it all the way to ah. You're a public school Roman Catholic. Exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know, okay. It's Sunday. Get in the car. Let's go. Yeah. So that you know, like yeah, it was that kind of thing. Uh, it, so yeah, we I did that for a while until I, I'd say, man, maybe between 11 and like 10 to 12, somewhere around there, I did my first communion. And then after that, me and my brother, we both did them at the same time. And uh, he's four years younger than I am. But we both did that. And then uh, my parents were just like, all right, you know, we did that part. Do you guys want to keep going or not? And we were both like, no, nah, we're good. And uh, that's the kind of where it just stopped. I mean, I've, rarely once in a while uh, I, I couldn't even maybe a wedding here and there or something is the only time I ever have gotten back into the church scene. Well, it is significant in that it's part of your early programming, if you want to mm-hmm. call it that. So I have certainly enjoyed a lot of the rituals the Catholics put on. Not yeah. I, I remember some of the crazy long sermons. I remember just the, your basic ones I and mean, some, some weddings. Yeah. I mean, I remember all that stuff. It's just, I just, I'm not a huge uh, practicer at all anymore. <laughs> what, <clears throat> what, if anything ever, uh, what bad memories do you have of being in church or did anything bad ever happen to you in church? Were you an altar boy? I was never, uh, never had anything bad happen to me in church. The only thing it doesn't I guess, have to be to you. I mean, like a bad experience. Like I remember the first the bad ex. Yeah. No, I would say the bad experience was just the ch- just church in general. I didn't like it. Like I, I guess just, I was looking for uh, something. I didn't like. It wasn't like it, I felt more. Um, man, you just felt. I felt like okay. Say you had to do go to the confession. Everyone had to go to confession. What if I didn't feel like I did anything bad? You know, I got to come up with something like bad that I did. Uh, I, I, I I made a fist at my mom, you know, like there's something weird, you know, like I clenched my fist. I rolled my eyes two days in a row, you know, I was like coming up with stuff. I was like, you feel, I felt guilty, you know, like, okay. I don't know. It was weird. I didn't like it, man. That's why, like I said, when my parents were like, you guys want to go back, you know, you're going to keep going on here. And I was weird, like, no. <laughs> yeah, so they didn't force it, so which it, was cool. It's got a creepy yeah. vibe. I, like I saw, I, just I saw the it. first dead person ever in the church. Oh, that's oh. interesting. Like, as in a funeral? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Catholic funerals can be wild, right? So. And that's why I was I was asking because those can be impressionable on a kid. Mm-hmm. I've never had that happen in a church. Those were always have been at a, a like a funeral home. I've, I've never been to one. I've, I've been to a service, I guess, one time at a church. 
Yeah, but, it was, um, was an open casket yeah, service. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just like a call. I, well, I had a friend growing up. Uh, uh, I was friends with this guy too, but his older brother. And he was in the military and his family, like in the in that town I grew up in, um, he, like their dad was like the mayor of that town. So, and like he had basically, he fell asleep driving home from work. He was a chef and he was, he was in the army and stuff. Like he was older. He's about seven years older than us. But like, anyway, he was living back home, working downtown and he fell asleep driving home and he, and got ejected from his car, died and everything it was horrible, you know, but they oh, had this man. huge service, you know, like because there was military, it was like this big thing. And yeah, I remember going to church for that. But that was pretty spectacular, I should say. Those things, those <laughs> things do imprint on your, yeah. on you mm -hmm. though, and they they embed themselves deep within your makeup, which in turn plays out in the dream world. Mm -hmm. So do do you do you have a good dream recall? Do you dream recall? Uh, definitely now. I mean, growing up, uh, I mean, I've always. I'm trying to think what age I would have been when I. <laughs> Let's see. Probably, I'd say. I guess after, uh, yeah, uh, after thirteen, you know, after puberty, all that kind of stuff. Like, I was able to notice that I can control like my dreams, you know. It, it, so they weren't too frightening. If they were, I kind of knew how to handle it. I would have been like when I, if I was, if there was a nightmare <laughs> or something. Let's see. But I probably. That was growing up, you know, and then life experiences definitely have altered my my thinking in the dream state, you know, down the road for sure. Like uh, going through some pretty hectic times, you know, uh, relationship, this, that, whatever, you know, like where it cannot get out of your brain, man. And like it almost at certain times almost was like it was, it was just sucked to go to bed because it did have a huge effect on me even in my sleep but uh but now i don't know i'd say the last eight years has been awesome like uh mainly just enjoying it more uh maybe i feel more awake i guess like i'm really searching for something and i'm really trying to i'm trying to get into the whole like all right. I, I can, like I said, I can control it, but yeah. I got to ask a question right here. We need to add this uh -huh. to the list. Um, when, when did you wake up? Uh, okay. I'd say. And how? In less than two minutes. Okay. Well, waking up, I'd say. Uh, let's see. I'd say around 30. Like that's when it fully hit me. So almost ten years ago. Do, do you remember? You know? Was it a certain event? Or I'm, I'm tr I, I, yeah. trying to pinpoint I like were, a, Well, there are groups yeah. of people who all woke up around the same time. Like I was June fifteenth, twenty fifteen, and that yeah. that week, a lot of people snapped out of it. So hmm. there was I'm also one in two thousand nine. There's there are various um, humps in the bell curve, if you will. Yeah, I'd say probably yeah. I mean that puts me right around that time frame right there, because I, I really don't know what you know. Like I guess, 
well, searching down these all these different avenues that we've been, you know, in in this whole paradigm, you know, we're going through right now. Mm-hmm. So I take that thought press, and I and I was looking for more. Like I was bored with it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, totally. I wanted something more out of this, and I wanted to connect with people. And now I'm doing it, and, and you know, it's great. And the last, I'd say, dude, I mean, yeah, like ever since we started doing the hive chats and doing cruising with steak, like I'd say in the last four months, dude, it has been such a kick-ass ride right now. Like, of, we've only been doing this I mean, for a I've month and a half, by the way. <laughs> it's amazing how short. Well, short well I've noticed, yeah, well, the hive, yeah, but yeah. I mean, just, but, but I've known you, dude, for like years. three years or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so a long time, but like. Uh, and and now we're doing shows together, which is badass, man. Is I love it. Yeah. Well, so 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 currently, then, say within this um, this hive time frame, have you been? Do you have dream recall recently? This last six weeks, it, it hasn't been more prolific. I guess the question, right? Yeah that that's one thing that's happened. I guess when we started doing these big group things, it. I guess it. I, Maybe maybe I'm trying too hard, or we were we were staying up super late. Like my cycle was all jacked up, you know. I'd pass out and I would eat out. <laughs> like I, so, it was kind of hard to recall some things. But as time has gone on now since we've started it, I've, I'm able to, I guess, uh, compartmentalize things better. As I, you know, in my time management before I before I go to sleep and stuff. Now it, it's getting better, but. Just because, I mean, I knew of, you know, like the the astral travel thing. I'm really trying to get a glimpse into that and try to, like we, we had talked before about trying to and not manifest anything, but like find a ultimate power somewhere. Remote, like, remote view of the future. Yeah, and just find something that you could possibly, we all could like, feel an energy or something and, and and if we all randomly thought of this spot then there's something to it i would think for sure um let me see i want to get some of these basics out so yeah. when, when you dream do you tend to dream how what is your dream imagery like do you see color is it black and white what it's, what is the general dream it's weird i can almost like if i wanted it to be like a black and white movie it could be sometimes things i can't control that aspect of it but it might be like if it's if I don't know. I'm trying to think if it, like if I think it's something creepy or something. Maybe it's black and white because of maybe uh, old TV shows or something. Way back when I was a kid at my grandparents, you know, I'm, I'm thinking creepy old like uh, Twilight Zone or something in my brain. You know, oh, so yeah. maybe yeah, so maybe that can relate to something like that. But but oh, I love like yeah, vivid colors for sure. Um, I can see faces. I can. Put, yeah, it's like you, you put the you put your face on a dog's head. You know, it's like you don't even know. You know, it's like you can I can see faces. Uh, I know if you can control hands and stuff, it can get pretty crazy. Uh, like if you can see your hands, I guess that's pretty crazy. But, do you experience? Do you have sound interactions, audibles, communications? Hmm. I want to say yeah. Definitely. I talk in my sleep. I'm an active sleeper. I don't sleepwalk, but I mean, I, I am like 
freaking running, kicking, punching. <laughs> you like uh, uh, just every any random thing like that, man. Uh, I I almost can hold conversations with you while I'm sleeping. I wake up. Like, okay, say, you, man, it felt like an hour-long thing, but it could only have been a split second. But in that last second of the last paragraph that I'm having in this dream, you know, as, the like, the last sentence is coming out, I'm waking up and just laughing as it's, like, coming out and I'm saying it at the same time. Like, because I know exactly, like, what's happening. Like, my wife catches me all the time like that. It's pretty funny. It's, like, I'm trying to think of any I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just know that the tail end of that, what was happening, and I just bust out laughing, man. Do you have, have you noticed through your lifetime um, that could, that of course, that would span up until now, mm -hmm. um, anything that's been reoccurring? Reoccurring. So the same, the same yeah. building, the same something or other, you know, or even deja vu within the dream? No, not not particularly, no. It's almost, I would say, more things. Uh, you would take recent things, and and they would be relative like that. It's like I'm. I don't know. It's like do I? I think I always want to have a new show on in my head. You know, I. It's weird. My brain, I guess, doesn't want the same thing over and over and over and over. I, I can tell you straight up. Yeah, like I've. Re I don't know if I've ever had the same dream like that over and over and over. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be the same dream, but sometimes, yeah. you know, you hear there can be a, a, a house that you go to or a park mm -hmm. or, or yeah. the, a general theme can reoccur. You could always mm -hmm. have like mountains. Alien, if let's say you had a dream about aliens and one of them, yeah. you always saw that same one in alien type dreams, that kind oh, of recurrence. Yeah. Right. I mean, I guess I would say a lot, you're talking about outdoor stuff. I, a lot of them have to, are outside, um, mountainy. I like, you know, I don't know. I think that's part, part of it. Uh, I, I've always been like an adrenaline junkie. So things are fast, like crazy fast. I don't even like, I never particularly like, you know, was, oh, I'm a fighter pilot or anything. It wasn't like that. It was like, I'd go to sleep in the intent that I wanted to go snowboarding. And I would just, I would sit there, I lay back, and then it would start snowing, and then off I go. <laughs> that's kind of weird. Like, so. I, that's, that's a high degree of lucidity if you're making yeah. it happen in your dreams. Yeah, I can definitely kind of start things off. Um. But when, but when times were bad, though, that's when I couldn't control them. And um, they were overpowering, you know, uh, emotion-wise. Like, it's not that they were manifesting in real life, but it was like the things that I thought, you know, the, uh, your waking life and, and that and that dream state when you like you you think you know what's going on in real life, but then at, in your dreams, this is what's really going. On. That felt more real than the real life did. You know, it was really really different uh, aspect when when you're going through uh, high stress like situations. I think when you know when you take that to sleep with you, you know, say don't go to bed angry or you know, like <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's. I, I've noticed so you saw your personal stress 
take over your dream state. Dude, yeah, for okay. sure. And then you got, then you were afraid of it, so you were less powerful. Less powerful, yeah. vulnerable. Yeah, yeah I yeah. thought things were more clear, though. It was weird. Uh, like it was too truthful and too hurtful, hmm. like crazy stuff. Yeah, I mean, whatever the still, scenario. You still was. knew you were dreaming, though, right? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I've always known, like, like I said, I, I think I def always know if I'm in this, that state, you know, it'd be crazy if I was sitting here right now and all of a sudden I was like, Oh, what the, you know, wait, come up out of something. That would be, that would be off the chain, but no, it wasn't like, uh, I haven't really experimented with just meditation or anything like that, you know, like trying to on the spot, start lucid dreaming, you know, like, I guess you, that would be your imagination running wild. Not, I don't know. No, you'd still want to go yeah. into that hypnagogic state where you meditate to the yeah. point, and, but don't fall asleep. And then <laughs> right. that's when you'll click into, at, not astral, but you'll be manifesting your dimension yeah. in your head, however that works. Uh -huh. Yes, yeah, you're right. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I like, but now, yeah, in the last, I'd say in, in the last year or so, it's been... It's it's been good again. Like I, I'd say within the last yeah five years, it's gotten way better. Uh, I mean, I you know stop smoking, uh, stop smoking weed, stop smoking cigarettes. You know, like a lot of that stuff like jacked my head up. Like in the end, like it was just this, just this, uh, just a shit show in my head, you know. And then after I came off of all that stuff, like. Uh, of just opening my head back up, man, that's when everything started flowing in like gangbusters. So, like, you know, not having that clouded judgment, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so when you, you were talking about OBEs earlier, or maybe I was reading into it, it sounds as if you have had experience with them. Uh, I've had, yeah. I would say so. That and and, and a couple NDEs, but um, but I wasn't to the point where like I was like dead, dead, you know, like out of my body type thing. Well, could you could you wait, hone in on the, yeah. the OB? Wait, wait, wait. Did did you start lucid dreaming after you had the NDEs um, or before? Wow, that's a good question. Um, that's so interlaced. Yeah, uh, ooh, I I want to say that OBs came after the ND. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, because yeah, yeah, the first one when I was a kid, I was in a in a like a like a creek, well, a river actually, but it wasn't super deep except the one part I went to, and I got sucked under in this river, man, and like I and like. I thought I was totally like, yeah, you know, it's funny too, is uh, m mainly these, these NDs involve water, except one car accident where time slowed down and it was crazy as hell. But like um, the, the other, the, the two main ones involved water, like, especially when I was a little kid, I was probably only like, I'd say between six and eight years old when that happened. Were there any similarities between the NDEs and the OBEs? Um, I guess, I, I guess, uh, uh, I want to say time, like time was that like, like 
gosh, you could think of this the second clock, the second hand clock, you know, like ticking, ticking, tick, 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 tick. But but also but it would just be like tick. You know, it's like you could it would be like ten seconds in between each second. That's how slow it was going. Wow. Yeah. So it's almost like it just slows down. So you have your your heart monitor beeping away, but you take that that line and you stretch it out real you know real far, and it goes super slow. Like it, it stuff just super like sl- slows down for me. Uh, and those experiences, it did both water ones and the car the car accident thing. Was there an emotional timber here? Were you experiencing any fear or anxiety? Um, I think the first time when I was real little, it was scary. I thought I was going to die for sure. Like I was sucked under like this like sinkhole thing in, in a river. But then uh, like the hand of God comes blasting down through the water. I saw it. I'm looking up and it's all light. And this hand comes freaking i'm underwater i'm like i'm oh, wow. underwater yeah i'm done i'm like i'm done like i don't even know what's going on you know like i'm just stuck down here I'm, i almost feel like i almost I, I could have been in an ocean you know like it was just so slow and this hand just coming down right at my head and it like grabs me it pulls me out of the river just some random lady like the group of people i was with was on the other side and i just happened to be in this like spot you know like that you could go across like these little rapid type things in the middle of this river. And like, I just hit something and I was gone and she saw it happen. And like, and yeah, those few split seconds, but that felt like an eternity. And I felt like, you know, just in a nothingness, it was crazy. So, and then the second time I was a lot older, I was in my twenties. I was probably 20, 23 years old when that happened. I went, I was another, but I was in a class five rapid, system doing rapid you know on a whitewater rafting on the thing. gully <laughs> the gully dude the yeah you heard release. me tell that story the holy uh, my, my, i swam through three sets of class five rapids my ex-wife almost drowned during that too yeah. by the way oh damn yeah <laughs> yeah i mean so that was gnar that was just hellacious i mean i was getting rocked man but uh i didn't think i was gonna die but there was an easy possibility it could have happened I was just along for the ride. I just, I was with somebody that worked in that whole system for like five years and he knows the rivers and it was just me and him. And we were just, Oh, we were having a blast until that, that, until that happened. But it was scary, man, for sure. Did but you... they all, time slows down. That's my main thing is time, all those things. Time just goes to a standstill almost. Did like you, am I echoing? I think I'm nope. echoing. Nope. So around these experiences, did you have any dream recall that you can pull upon? And uh, particularly, I guess, the one where you're more in your adult age. Yeah. Um, I mean, the way the way I can relate to recalling it is is just being like always like searching for like this edge and now I'm getting older is I, maybe it's because it's like, maybe I know it's starting to die down or something. And I always like felt at my like optimal performance or something, you know, cause I've always been a, like a, 
been, been I've always played sports. I've always been into mainly like, it, Hey, guys, hold on a second. There's something wrong with the audio. I fucked it up somehow. Alright, hold on. I fuck with my sound settings again. I'm sorry. We're streaming, but I'm waiting for a confirmation that they can hear us. I'm pretty sure they can. I can see the output going out now. Yep. Okay. We're good. Go. Sorry.
that's the frequency. Everyone's got a unique frequency. And There was a scene like that in uh, Doctor Strange. He was reading books, remember? Mm-hmm.
Guys, it's <laughs> oh my god. I don't know who I work with all the time. It's like waking up in the middle of the night. Oh, does that because uh, I do like property management now? Um, it's like, oh, is it? Is it I can't. I hope I tightened up that thing. You know, so there's gonna be a major leak. You know, like it's just like those things. Like he's a busybody, so things worry him like that. I'm a little more chill. Like things. I mean, if, if something happens, I'll take care of it. But I don't sit constantly ponder what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Do, have you experienced dream um, sleep paralysis at all? No. No, I've never had any like those night terrors or paralysis. Um, I mean, the only things I, the only conscious thing I try to do now going to sleep is try to grab something. Or I'll try to reach out for something. I guess I keep relating back because I really want to try to get this, these, this astral thick realm that the ether. I want to get into this ether and maybe break down the walls of reality in the brain. How do you know you're not in Just it? Just let right? go, you know? How do you know you're not already in it when you're dreaming? That's true. <laughs> it is true. That could be a mind F right there for sure. Like, uh, that is true, man. I wonder if that is an aspect of it. Is it so crystal clear that I can't even realize that? Yeah. I don't, cause yeah, like I said, I mean, like I recent, it, it don't, I don't feel like I'm in space. Yeah, I don't feel like or anything like that. Never seen myself yet, and it almost I, like I know a little bit on how to do it, and but uh, I, I it it, it worked. I'd say for me, it worked one time, and it worked for like three seconds, and it was crazy as hell. <laughs> like it was, it was awesome. Uh, basically, I had laid down, uh, but at the same time, is it like is it just something I thought formed you know but at the same time i it felt unbelievable it felt like nothing i've ever felt before that's the way i knew the difference and uh like i had laid down and and you know almost almost when you like say you lay down oh it feels good and you exhale and you feels great well that exhale it sent me through the bed like it was awesome. It was crazy. It was like, because I, you know, I was holding on to someone. I was consciously doing that. I, I did like a breathing thing. And then all of a sudden, like, the barrier was gone and I was gone for that, for like three seconds. And I almost had a, I, and I actually sat, I, like, I, I was like scared or something of, of, of excitement. It like, it woke me up. I sat right up. I'm like, I was, I was grinning ear to ear, you know? I'm like, holy crap, man. I think I just did that, you know, like, and I've been searching ever since again now to get back there. And if you try too hard, I think it makes it harder. Uh, that one time you got in, the one time you got it to work, were you like completely exhausted? No, okay. that's the thing. Okay. Like I was just, I did a breathing exercise to help 
calm and bring it on, you know, like, uh, and I've tried it again and again, you know, and it just really hasn't stuck like that, that initial one time. But, but I mean, I think there's different ways you can like trigger it to help that along. It, like there's different techniques, but yeah, I mean, to me, the way I look at it, uh, being lucid in a dream is just like one more step past out of body where your yeah. where your your brains in control more than you you know you're like uh i don't know buddies together on the trip <laughs> but if yeah you, that's if you a go, good way to put it yeah that's a good way to put it if man. you go yeah. out of body right before when you're hypnagogic or whatever yeah you can <laughs> jettison you can stay a whole you know you don't Oof. You don't lose the control system as like a guide anymore. I think I don't. I don't know. It never happened to me. So, right. Like I said, it was weird, man. I mean, I felt just. I don't know. It was like a rush, and I was just gone. <laughs> like it was like. Uh, it wasn't like I saw myself or anything. It didn't because I maybe in time you can do that, and yeah, and you start like oh, I, I want to you know we can and go meet up here go go f- look for this energy or, uh, you know, I can go, I can go look for Nish, you know, like I can go meet up with her in a dream state, you know, or you go meet up with Jerry in a dream state, you know, like we all go meet at uh Mount Rushmore for some sightseeing, you know, and, like, you never know, man, you just pick a target. I guess I get every more remote viewing of a event. I know we were talking about that too. So, but there's so many weird, cool, like aspects to the, the dream state that I really dig and I've been enjoying it the last, yeah. Like I said, after you do the whole wake up thing, I want to expand more on consciousness. I'm way more into conscious, you know, uh, related type material. I don't know. Like uh, I've been getting into the little magic a little bit more and a little bit of that. Um, just on, just on history of that and some studying of terms on that. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. What do you think? So it's in line with all this. What do you think this state that we're in is? I mean, is it, what do you think this is? Are mm. we in a dream now of sorts? With it, what people refer to generally as our consciousness, this reality generated um, democratic generated reality where we agree that we're on earth and that there's gravity and, you know, I'm sitting at a table on a looking at my computer, yeah. all that. Yeah. Um, I think we have to, the, I guess that's what, you know, these images, uh, it's, 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 say you're in a video game and you make it to the edge of the level and it's still rendering. Is it just because that's what you see or what you've already seen? And, you know, I, I think of things like that sometimes too. Like, uh, yeah, I've been, I'm sitting down in my, my basement, you know, I got all my stuff here. I see it all the time. I know what it is. But, but like when I lived in, I, I, li- I went to school in Pittsburgh, like every street I went down was new. It was a new experience. Uh, it was a new addition to the, to the map, you know? Like, uh, that's why I think, uh, that's why I think when I, when you fly is really, really, for me, I find it fascinating. It's a form of time travel, you know, it's like, 
what would take you two days to drive to Florida takes you takes takes two and a half hours to fly there. I well, mean, that's I don't know. Like I like so. Are you just manifest? Everyone's manifesting the thought of flying through the air. Yeah, uh, you know, in, in in this can, <laughs> you know, like it's crazy, man. Like, I, you start, you can start getting some deep think on it for sure. It's like, is this real? Is it not? Well, are it's, we it's like if I ask you a memory of something from your childhood, which you've already given us, yeah. is that any different than recalling a dream? They both were things you had an experiential episode yeah. with. So, is there a difference? That's a good question. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. So, I mean, you break it down as a memory. So maybe you just exist right now. And then what you, what everyone has ever experienced is constantly being put in out into the ether. Like, like, like in a split second, it's in, it's out, it's in, it's out. It's in. So, Maybe that's how. Let's say, let's say it is a simulation. Maybe that's how it's always feeding into the simulation. There's always each person has their own, like yeah, you know, their own experience, and it adds to the simulation. Maybe that's why there's weird theories of past lives, and just because all that time is stored in the ether. And then say you can tap into that in, in that dream state, and maybe you maybe you you can figure something out even more, which I would find phenomenal. Like, was it any different for you to if I ask you to recall a dream you had that was rather vivid? Um, is the process of recalling that any different from me asking you to recall? A memory from your childhood that was vivid. Is there? Uh, I guess the memory from my my childhood would be a little more vivid than a dream. I'd have to think for a minute about it. Like, I'm, oh, there are certain dreams that stick out like like crazy, for sure. Uh, I mean, I've told the one a few times of of the. Uh, well, no, I guess that would mean experience. It really wasn't a dream, though. Uh, man. No, I, I my, my memories are more more uh, accessible right off the rip compared to a dream. Okay. Like I, I'd have to really sit and think about the dream, which is why the journal would come in handy. But then, it, but if I did that, then I could probably think of them as fast as I would a memory. But and you're still using the same function to recall them. That is it's true. All in memory. It's all in memory. Yeah. Man, now that makes it interesting. It makes it even more interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. See, well, maybe those experiences all get pulled up into the cloud, and maybe because you've been told your whole life one's uh, a, a memory and one's a dream, so maybe your consciousness, uh, you know, has to have an A and B to it or whatever, you know. So well, this is this is definitely what's important about getting that background information yeah. of you know uh, what what we're indoctrinated into. You find some say, I hate to generalize. I mean, I'm not even going to do that. Then just some parents who didn't tell their children that dreams were 
something fictitious or imaginative and allowed them to explore them would have a different experience than a parent that that did the opposite. So background information's everything. It's your base program. Yeah, with my kids now, I tell them, I was like, I tell them straight up, if something scares you, turn around and chase it back. I say, you can control your dreams. I, I, I explain to them all the time that you can, you know, as I tell them I do it. I tell them it can be done <laughs> all the time. I tell them not to be too afraid. Yeah, something might startle you. But, uh, and if something did startle you, come, you know, you can come in my room. You know, you can come get me. We'll talk about it for a minute. And, uh, and then they totally get it. And they really don't come flying in my room all frightened and like, you know, I mean, like I have an 11 year old and a five year old. So it's like, I mean, maybe yep. what, a couple of years, you know, here and there, they, they, they might wanted to be around a little bit more in the room, but they've never come flying in. I've always reassured them that they're, you know, that's, you know, dad can control it. this. You can, can, you can do it too. If something's chasing you, dog or something, turn around and chase it back. <laughs> you know, you can bark louder. You could be a lion if you wanted to, you know, like. I'm like the, the sky's the limit. Yeah, I, I, that's a I good. To, you're a good father for that. I just try to tell them, don't be scared of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think at this point we should. I know we have like a small, very small chat. No. Going on out here. I think it's six people watching. So, but <laughs> we're gonna open it up and see if anyone has questions. Ooh. Any questions. So we'll see what's going on. There's, I think, a small lag I'm noticing from when seconds. we're talking. 20 to yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah there's a lag. Bridge Potential wanted to know if uh, you had any nocturnal emissions. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'd say about only like twice in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Those should come under, really under lucid. <laughs> lucid yeah, for sure. <laughs> Be ashamed to miss out on that. I get excited for chats. <laughs> I remember having one once. One just one. Yeah, it's only been like twice my entire yeah. life. I think. I'm oh, pretty... you two are missing out. Oh, I just love <laughs> you are missing out. I love them. Maybe if we didn't jerk <laughs> off so much, we'd have them more often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they're always so happy though when you have them. It's like, oh, this is yeah. nice. All I know is your ass hurts afterwards. Uh, <laughs> Wait, are we talking abductions now? No, 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 we... no. Like muscle, <laughs> the muscles from squeeze, like the male equivalent of kegels. Oh, okay, yes. Your, would, ma your male parts there. Yeah. See, see I've never had any. Uh, like... Seriously, squeezing one out there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, uh, never had any paranormal stuff happen in my life. That's what been a weird thing with all this these this this uh, paradigm that we're into, yes. you know. Like a lot yet, of people James. have had these experiences. Yeah, you haven't had any yet. That's true, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if I go searching for more of this, I might end up finding something that will scare the yet out of me. <laughs> I think you really have to want it and be ready for it before it will, yeah. before it will come to you. There's another question. You can take it. Yeah, sure. You kind of, we addressed it earlier, but I think that he missed it or she, I'm not sure. Greatest potential asked 
dreaming in black and white, dreaming in color. Oh, of what I can, uh, like I said, if, if, if I wanted to be like, if I wanted to be, yeah, if, if I wanted to be like in a, a, a weird setting, if, if I know it's going to be like, uh, tonight I'm going to be freaking Batman or something. Yeah. It's going to be in black and white. It's going to be crazy and weird. But, if, but if I want like if I'm if I want to experience some crazy off the wall adrenaline rush to dream, it's gonna be full color, like vibrant color, sky as blue as blue can be, you know, like stuff like that. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, but if if and then yeah, and I guess I guess the scarier things are dark. I would I would say so. Yeah. So, they, but they're dark. I mean, you. They certainly could be dark in color, but they're dark actually in black and white. Is lack of lack of pigment? Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just straight up black and white. Um, they could be yeah, like if even like the nightmares that I were had, you know, was having. Uh, in times of you know duress or whatever, like those were all like sharper image, black and white, just crazy, like. I guess it just felt not evil, just felt dark. Do you, dark so have you experienced anything that was like um, monstrous, you know, zombies or, no, you know, scary, <laughs> scaries like that? Uh, I mean, well, I, uh, the uh, one, the one thing I should say fr would freak me out was it was certain things with moot some some like horror movies or whatever so i had an experience going to the theater once when i was a kid um i saw the trailer for nightmare on elm street and it, and it scared the shit out of me dude like like unbelievable i mean and that like scarred me i like i i don't think i've really even seen one to this day <laughs> like like i've i've known of them i see i've seen parts and but i won't sit down willingly and, and, and just by myself and watch nightmare on elm street it's not happening dude <laughs> just and maybe it's like maybe it's because i don't want that in my head like i won't watch certain things because i don't want it in my head like right. i've never seen i've never seen any of them crazy beheading videos or anything like that you know i won't bring myself to you like and i'm not, it's like not that, that movie, I'm not a, remember the movie saw like those kind of movies i never i've never watched them either for the exact same reason Saw i've seen once and, well, those and, memes live, and you know, once you front yeah. load them, they're there. Right. I don't need that shit, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't need it. It's not for me. I don't know. Some people like it, I guess. But I mean, but I, I, I like, I like the rush, I guess, of a haunted house compared to the rush of watching it on my TV. I don't know. It's weird. That's a different experience. You know. Because I am a visual person. I mean, I, I did art. I was always in the art. I I, I learned uh, hands-on. You know, like, I'm not a, a book person. I'm more of a hands-on learner. So I need the experience of it to rather than me reading a, reading something for it to manifest hard, more hardcore, you know, like. Are you left-handed? I'm both. Oh, nice. Ambidextrous. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I can't fluently write like with my left hand or anything, but I eat left-handed. My I write with my right hand predominantly for sure. Uh, but I do almost not even thinking of it all the time. A lot of stuff left-handed. Uh, I play basket. I shoot basketball left-handed. I kick left-footed. I do all these weird left lefty things. Like well, you're describing a lot of right-brained, you know, left side of the body, right-brained yeah. stuff here with um, the dream. Mm-hmm. With the just just in this last minute, seems yeah. well, right-brained to me. I just, so I have a question. It just came up to me, James. In what ways are you creative, or what outlets do you use for your creativity? Uh, well, before it was all computer, uh, be just because of my career I was in, but, uh, whatever medium it was, I, I loved it just, okay. You know, that's a good question. Black and white. Like I loved it. Black and white art, you know, just, just call it, just taking a pencil, man, just sketching whatever it was. Um, and then I like, like for uh, say, uh, my favorite style of a tattoo, uh, awesome gray black work shading you know I mean, some people if they do it right color looks amazing yeah black and know? grays are great I agree yeah cool do yeah you, so you still it's sketching just, stuff or no I I don't man and I'm going to start getting back into it like because I want to start like kind of doing actually I want to have a <laughs> I want to do a whole like wall like down here in my basement, but I want it to be all black and gray. Like just even like colorful things converted into a black and gray image. Like I, I, I will uh, bring so up you, the fact that you are doing a podcast now. So that is a creative outlet. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is maybe something I was trying to, you know, look for, you know, as far as creativity, like I, I had to get out of the computer game though, man, it was, it was crushing me, dude. Like it was weird. Like it hit. It, like towards the end of it, I mean, I did that for fifteen years, and I I designed T-shirts. You know, like well, for the last eleven of that, I did also did internet work and I did video work. But like for the majority of it, I was just you know doing six color screen print. You know, like uh, at a sporting goods company. So it's like. Uh, it became uh, mundane. You know, they, people always say, "Oh, you want to do something you love," but the second you start making money at it, and you, the, I couldn't even tell you the last thing I did ever did for myself. You know, like it's all client driven, dude. And so I'm spending ten hours a day there, and I'm gonna come home and do it again. <laughs> like it wasn't gonna happen, dude. You know, like, and I, you know, at the time, but so it all just came to a head. You know, like all that stress, like I was saying before, like it's been. Almost, it's been over four years now that I stopped doing that job and that I stopped smoking all this stuff. And ever since then, my head's cleared up. Dude, like it's been so much better. Like it's, it's just like a mountain just of, of stress and weight. Just lifted off. My, my head feels clear. I was able to, you know, just, it, just, just, just come to a close with it all of, of the deep crappy past of it. And, and, and so looking forward to the future. James. Yes. Thank <laughs> you for this interview. And I would like to um, extend as part of what we're doing here. If you have,
any significant dreams from here on out, please let's go and record them that that are super that just blow your mind. Let's get oh, them yeah. let's get them taped because I want to one of the goals here is to maybe get into some predictive programming by type tap tapping into the collective lower or higher mind because we want to we want to interview just about anyone we can and no I, I i can't wait to hear people that have gone super deep into rabbit holes and experiences i might like i just i'm i, I find it awesome that you guys wanted me to come on and dude be the first one i might not have had the craziest things happen but um that you will end up hearing i can guarantee that but uh everyone's gonna start <laughs> with you you know yeah, yes. yeah. So yeah. At least this is a a first idea of maybe how this can go for you guys, and then uh, that sky's the limit now, or 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 the bottom, dude. It could get deep. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Well, the yeah. cool everything everything yeah. is valid. So even people that are not, you know, recalling their dreams, I I just know that they're dreaming, but they're, yep. it's still valid every aspect, and that's why we want a, a wide sweeping net. I'm going to go to sleep tonight just open-minded again. You know, every time we I do a chat or any time I, you know, do a podcast, you know, like, it, it, oh, I feel like a ton of, you know, I feel awesome after it, you know. All uh, right. But uh, I thank you again for having me, and uh, I can't wait till the next episode. I'll, I'll, I'll be in. I'll, I'll uh, keep tuning in. Well, thanks for coming on, Jim. <laughs> thank you, yeah, James. All right. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye.